Le seul podcast sur le PSG en anglais. Hello and welcome to a special mini episode of PSG Talking. I'm your host Ed, and if you're a subscriber, you would have already seen and hopefully listened to our Real Madrid preview podcast with myself and several other PSG Talk contributors. But this show is different because I'm going to be interviewing a Real Madrid supporter to get his perspective on the upcoming Champions League match. In just a minute, you'll hear my interview with Mudasa Hussein from the Real Talk podcast. We cover everything from Kareem Benzema's availability to how he thinks Real Madrid will try and stop PSG superstars. We also give our prediction on how the match will play out tactically and try to predict the score. Thanks again uh, to Mudasa for coming on the show. And make sure to give him and his podcast, Real Talk, a follow on Twitter. Now, without further ado, let's get into the show. Joining the show, we have Mudasa Hussein from the Real Talk podcast. He's obviously a Real Madrid supporter, and we're having him on PSG Talking because of the big game on Tuesday, PSG versus Real Madrid in the round of 16 of the Champions League. Mudasa, how are you doing? Where are you calling in from today? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. a pleasure to be on. Um, yeah, you're one, of, you're one of my big inspirations actually in in this in this space on on football twitter and on, on the content creation side so yes. very pleased to be joining you um and yeah i'm calling in from reading um yes. just south of just southeast of of london um a real madrid fan living in reading <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. And thank you so much for the kind words. Uh, the football creator community is awesome. I'm always meeting new people and you're the newest one. So um, it's a pleasure to connect. I know I just did an interview with you for the um, Real Talk podcast. So if you're listening to this, and you want to hear my thoughts, um, go check that out. But we have you here on the PSG Talking podcast. And I just want to get right into it. Um, there, One player in particular, Kareem Benzema, used to play at Lyon. So you know, PSG and, and League One fans will definitely know of him, but he keeps us all up at night in, in cold sweats. I mean, he is an incredible player, just bangs and goals, having a great season. Um, but he's got a little bit of an injury situation. So I want to ask you, someone who is well-versed in all things Real Madrid, do you think he's going to play on Tuesday? And do you think he should play on Tuesday? Or would you save him for the return leg? Yeah, firstly, what a player, right? Um, completely has carried us um post cristiano ronaldo um he seems to have matured so so well um and yeah he, he's, he's the leader he's the leader on the pitch and not only is he the leader on the pitch he's also the sort of glue that just brings everything together that the the link between midfield and and the atta attack um the wingers like you know he floats around he drops deep he roams around and, and it's, he's just so unique. And as a player profile and in terms of importance, um, it's very difficult to replace him, if not impossible to replace him. I'd say without any bias, he's probably the best striker in the world. Um, so, yeah, as you can imagine, heading into such an important tie against PSG, uh, to not have your captain, to not have your 
main player um, is a bit of a worry. Now, his injury, he's back. That, that's first and foremost, he's back. He, he's in the squad and it's the first time, well, it's the second time this season that we've had a, a, a full squad available. So no injuries at the moment. Um, but I say no injuries, right? Um, because there's clearly a worry and, and, and Benzema's not 100% fit, far from it. Um, it's one of those things that Ancelotti, the medical staff, and Benzema have just got to decide. Like, does he does he play it? It's a big risk because PSG could kill. You know, like PSG could kill the match off, man. They could kill the tie off, and so it's a it's a bit like you know, it's a bit like the penalty shootouts. You don't you don't let your best player go last because there might not be a penalty to take, and so does Benzema sit out this one and and what what's the point if the match is if the tie is already dead you know what's the point of him playing at the Bernabeu um so there's 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 an element of that um I'd say in in terms of a percentage I'm no medical expert but he's probably about 50 to 60 percent fit having trained half a session he hasn't had a full session um there's probably another one on Monday so tomorrow there's another session um He'll probably play. He'll probably take part in that. And and my gut says he will play, um, but my gut says he'll play about fifty to sixty minutes, and then and then Bale or Hazard will come on, um, or he might not risk it and and go with Bale to begin with because like Ancelotti doesn't really make a lot of rotations unless he's really forced to, right? And at the weekend against Villarreal, we drew. We, we had a goalless draw. Bale played false nine, much to the amazement of everyone. Um, first half, he was a complete passenger. Um, didn't do barely touched the ball, I think. And then, and then the second half, he got into it, um, and 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 had a few chances. And so, I don't think Ancelotti did that just because he had to do it. I think Ancelotti did it with this match in mind. There's a bit of there's a bit of power there, you know. There's the, the there's the ability for Cruz to whip in crosses um, for him. Uh, so there's an aerial duel there. He's clearly got a good. He, he can he knows how to finish. Clearly, uh, he can shoot from distance. You know, Bale. If Benzema's not there, he's probably the ideal man to have there. Um, and I say this knowing that we've got a sixty million strikes pound strike sixty million euros striker and Luka Jovic on the bench um but he's not he's not gonna start um on Tuesday but yeah I think I think Benzema my gut says he will start um but boy do we need him because he really does take us up a few notches (laughs) yeah I mean from a PSG point of view we're right there with you with Neymar like He's in training. Maybe he's at 50 or 60% um, full fitness. Or he's probably fully fit, but he, he hasn't played since December. So, like, how rusty is he? And um, so, yeah, the, those two players. And, and from both point of views, you want your opponent to have all of their players. You don't want any excuses. And you just want to see a fantastic football match. I remember, was it two seasons ago now, we played Bayern Munich. And um, it was just a, just a fantastic match. And that's what you want to see. Just great football, two heavyweights going at it. And whoever wins, wins. You know, you just want a good match. So hopefully we can get Neymar and Benzema on the pitch and let's just see what happens. Um, you mentioned Real Madrid's um, recent form a little bit there, but 
Talk to me maybe about the, the last month of play. Is Real Madrid on the upswing? Have they sort of staggered out a little bit? Are you seeing some tactical issues with Ancelotti, things you'd like to change? How are you feeling about Real Madrid overall right now? See, we're, we're, I mentioned to you this. I mentioned this to you off off the off the call, um, Ed. That when the draw was made, I was pumped. I was ready because we were going through a really nice patch, right? Uh, we were going through. We, we were playing confident football. Uh, we were scoring loads of goals, uh, creating lots lots of chances. But since then, since since I guess the turn of the new year. Things haven't exactly gone exactly to plan um, for us. I mean, last uh, yesterday's uh, goalless draw against Villarreal was probably the best we could have achieved there. Um, we got outplayed in the first half, quite simply. Um, they were all over us like a rash. Um, and, we, and we were lucky to get out that first half, um, having not conceded. Courtois, for me, he's the best goalkeeper in the world because I watch him week in, week out, bail... Um, Real Madrid's defense out, and and when you're doing that week in week out, like the guy's not making one big save a match. The guy's probably saving two or three certain goals every match, right? Um, so yeah, man, we we struggled in that match, and and but in the second half we could have it was a complete different scenario, and a game or two halves, and we could have we could have probably snatched it, um, and we didn't. But I think I think it was a fair result. Um, before that, we beat Granada one nil. Um, again, it wasn't wasn't anything special. Um, another thing is that Vinicius seems to have. Carlo Ancelotti said Vinicius is tired. Um, he's clearly been outplayed, uh, overplayed a lot. Um, and and the thing with Ancelotti is, I touched upon it a bit earlier. He just doesn't rotate, and it's a really irritating issue of his because. The reason why he got sacked in his first tenure in charge was that he didn't rotate and Modric got injured and the season was over, right? Um, and and, and there's, there's a lot of similarities with what he's doing right now and you, you'd think such an experienced man would, would learn from his previous mistakes, but, you know, like he's stuck, he's st- he's stuck in his ways and, yeah. and what, can, what can you do? Yeah, old but, habits yeah. die hard. Yeah, and we're, as PSG fans, we're familiar with Ancelotti. I did want to ask you just a question I didn't put um, in my list of questions to you, but it just kind of came to me. Kamavinga, I mean, how has he looked this season? He's a player that just absolutely crushed PSG a couple seasons ago at Rennes, and, and that kind of just inflated his transfer fee and everything. He's a fabulous player. Any chance we see him in this tie at all? Yeah, I, I actually I actually watched that match live. Ed. Um, that was when that was the first time I saw Kamavinga play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was sixteen. Correct me if I'm wrong. He was sixteen. Sounds about right. And he absolutely outplayed you guys on his own. He literally played you lot off the park, Verratti included. Mm-hmm. It was like one and of the I, first games of the season, and he was just it was brilliant yeah. performance. Yeah, and, and then that comp went on Twitter and did like two million views overnight or something like that. And so since then, I, I like it's weird because I started watching Ren every single match, right? Because of him, and that's huge. Like you, you don't watch a team like Ren unless you're a Ren fan. Um, but I watched it for him, and and it was mad. So, and and it was and 
obviously last summer it was all about Kylian Mbappe and, and, and all our eggs were in the Mbappe basket and it was Mbappe or nothing. But in the end, like the disappointment of not of missing out on Mbappe kind of overshadowed the the joy that we've signed an absolute generational prospect in Eduardo Camavinga. Um his 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 early days were great, you know, he came on uh, goal and assist. Um yeah, really, really, really good involvement early days. He's since sort of been a very sporadic player, but he's he's probably happy with it. And and uh, he had an interview with Marker, I want to say about two, three months ago now, where he said, "Look, it's 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 an absolute pleasure to be in rotation with the likes of Cruz and Modric and Casemiro because I'm just learning every day from them in training, off the off the pitch, on the pitch." And so he comes on for cameos. Um, more recently, Casemiro has either been tired, injured, or suspended. Um, and so Ancelotti's played him in that in that deepest role um, as a d- defensive midfielder. But you know, like it, it hasn't really worked out for him there at the moment. I think I think um, he he needs to be a more a bit more streetwise in in this league. Um, he, he kind of takes his time on the ball a bit. Um, but he's like he's 18 years old, you know. Like he's he's gonna he's gonna need fine tuning, um, pretty obviously. And so, yeah, the club are gonna be patient with him, man. Ancelotti's patient with him. Um, he's he's a he's a superstar in the making, and and so I'm really happy that we've got him. But again, away from any sort of last 10 minute fresh legs, I I I wouldn't expect to see him in, against PSG. <laughs> Yeah, I was definitely a little salty about that. I was like, well, I didn't want him anyway. But the reality is he is a fabulous player. I saw that game. He's just the sky's the limit for him. So you guys definitely got a good player there. Wish he was at PSG. But um, moving on here, PSG strength is obviously it's attacking players. We know the names, right? Um, how does Real Madrid's defense match up with the likes of Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar? See, the big concern heading into this was if Ferlan Mendy would be fit. Uh, Ferlan Mendy, Liga and fans will be, um, will know him, will know him better than us from his time at, from, from his time at, uh, at Lyon. Um, and before that, correct me if I'm wrong, where, uh, he started at, um, I, the name's gone from my mind now. Is it Lahav? I just looked it yeah. up real quick. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Um, so yeah, clearly league gun fans will know will know Ferland Mendy, um, but what they what they probably haven't seen is that he's almost like a completely different player now, and it's and it's really strange because I was a huge fan of Ferland Mendy and I still am, um, but for different reasons. And so I, I was a fan of his signing when he was at Leon because he going forward. He was he was a menace, right? In the final third, he knew what to do. He would overlap frequently for Leon, um, and he would just run and run and run, right? And and create chances on that uh, from that left flank. He's not doing that anymore, and so you, you, there's a question: like, is he is this down to Zidane and Ancelotti, um, kind of transforming him into a different kind of player? Because Real Madrid, don't forget. When in his first season, Fernando Mendy's first season with Zidane, Real Madrid 
won the league title in, in, in a very different circumstance for Real Madrid. Like a Real Madrid team doesn't win a league title only to be remembered for its defensive strengths, right? That this doesn't happen. Real Madrid obviously didn't have the six, 50 to 60 goals of Cristiano Ronaldo. They didn't have the goals of contributions of Vinicius that we're seeing this season. Literally, Zidane only had Benzema. Ramos was his second highest goal scorer. He asked the likes of Cruz and Casemiro to score more goals. I think they must have got about seven, six apiece. You know, like so weird contributions from all around the all around the squad to fill in the goal scoring gaps. But the key was built upon defensive stability. And we were better defensively than Atletico Madrid statistically that season. Um, I think it was our best defensive record in terms of goals conceded since like the 1970s or something like that, which is ridiculous. And it was all built upon Ferland Mendy being this absolutely immovable object. Like you just can't dribble past him. Um, there's a stat that he almost never gets dribbled past, and and that remains true today. Like he's just so formidable in a one-on-one -on -one duel, right? And so it's a weird thing because it's he's completely flipped his game, and he's not he's he's almost terrible going forward, and he's almost like like this isn't even a blasphemous comment. Like he is. A Maldini level defender, right? As a as a left back, as a purely defensive uh, player, he is a Maldini level player, right? But going forward, I mean, the guy's absolutely washed, and I just don't understand why. It's a mystery, right? Um, because he just can't even kick the ball, mate. Like he like he'll go, <laughs> he'll literally get to the final third, and he'll hoof it like into row Z. And you're like, this is not the same player. So I just don't know what's gone wrong there. Like, it's a mystery. Um, but he's back and he's 100% fit. Um, he had a full training session. And yeah, like, massive, massive, massive return. Because um, it'll, just, it'll just help Vinicius a lot. He won't need to track back a lot. Um, he can just do his work in the, in, the, in the most important end of the pitch. And so... Yeah, that duel against Messi is going to be fun, man. Messi and Hakimi against Ferland, Mendy and Alaba. Wow, that's going to be amazing. Just all over the pitch, it's just stars, right? That's what I was talking about earlier. This is just going to be an amazing match. And with PSG's firepower, you don't want a left back that's going to get forward too much on PSG's. And I'm a little worried about Hakimi getting forward too much in Nuno Mendes. Um, even though that's what their strength is, I'm a little worried about the space that they leave behind. So, um but moving on, talking about some of the players all over the pitch, let's put you in Ancelotti's very expensive shoes. What what would be your starting lineup? Um, I think it, Ancelotti just like, again, like it, it probably sounds like I'm complaining, but he just doesn't rotate, man. So it's very easy to to pick an Ancelotti team. It'd be Courtois, Carvajal, Militao. Who, by the way, the night is Militao's. He's he's been unbelievable um you know when you lose a player like Varane you mm -hmm. lose a player like Ramos and you expect we expected to mourn all season man 
Alaba and Militao have been so, so special. Um, in particular, Militao. Alaba's obviously an, an, a winner and, and, and a proven winner. So Free transfer. A great yeah. business there. That wasn't, that wasn't really much of a surprise. Like Anyone who knew Alaba would know he's just going to fit in seamlessly. Um, Militao. That was that that was the key one, um, and and a bit of a masterstroke, you know, like getting everything out of Varane, getting a transfer fee out of him as well, and then you've got Militao waiting in the wings and ready to explode like he has. So yeah, Alaba and Militao will be the centre backs. Well, and Mendy, thank God, will be the left back. Um, Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric will play. Um, now the key question is Benzema. Obviously, if Benzema doesn't play. Um, will he go Bale? Will he go Isco? He's played both in false nines. Um, I think if Benzema doesn't play, he'll go Bale as a false nine, and then he'll go Vinicius and Asensio either side. Vinicius and Asensio will start, um, and then it'll, the, the only question mark is if, if it's Bale or Benzema. Um, but I think it'll be Benzema. Yeah, I was worried you were going to say that. Um, okay, so now you've you've built the squad that you think is uh, Ancelotti is going to go with. There's no away goals rule this season in the Champions League. So, what do you think that the overall strategy for Real Madrid is going to be? Are they going to really come at PSG? Are they going to sit back? I think with your midfield, you can have as much possession as you want. Um, what do you think Real Madrid's tactics are going to be in this one? See, I actually think it'll be quite a free flowing football match. Um, not exactly like a basketball match per se, but I think it'll be fairly end to end. You know, I think I think both teams will spar. They'll 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 study the they'll study the opposition in the fifteen twenty minutes. Maybe it might start a bit cagey, um, but I think it'll open up, and I think both teams will have a go. Like there's there's no see. I don't think there's an overwhelming favourite, if I'm honest. And even at full strength, I don't think there's an overwhelming favour. I think individual brilliance may decide it. I think if, um, obviously, Messi, Mbappe and Neymar have their way, uh, it could be a very long night for Real Madrid. But then if if Vinicius and Benzema and Bale or Asensio have their way, or if Cruz and Modric start dictating a football match, you know, anything can happen. Um, and if Casemiro actually commands like Casemiro's been a bit hit or miss this season and if if he's on it he's on it you know and and it's very difficult to to stop Madrid when Casemiro is having a very very good game um and we'll certainly need him to have that a small worry for Real Madrid going into this if um your listeners do not know is that Ferland Mendy and Casemiro are on a booking so if they are booked they will miss the second leg at the Bernabeu so that's a concern because Casemiro just doesn't have a replacement in the squad. Um, Fallon Mendy doesn't defensive lead, but the options are there. Like you can you can kind of move around Nacho and Alaba. You can kind of move. You can maybe even risk Miguel Gutierrez, uh, youth, a very talented youth academy player who'll probably be Mendy's deputy next season anyway. So if Ancelotti might might go down down that route, but Casemiro just doesn't have just doesn't have a replacement man and 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 Camavinga 
would be shoehorned into that position. <laughs> so, so you're saying we should probably play Neymar and that way he can do his patented, you know, flopping and rolling around and try to get Casimir to pick up a card? Is that a I good strategy? There, I think there might be a lot of that, you know? I think there might be a lot of rolling around and, and, and playing the victim card early on in that in that game. Um, but yeah, the no, no away goals rule kind of throws everything up into the air a bit, doesn't it? It's It's a bit... Because you almost, you can almost be like, okay, we'll 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 try and sneak a goal and two one a one one draw or two one defeat doesn't really matter because you've got your away goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I'm gonna cut it in just for a second because I think your mic was covered up a little bit, but I think we could still hear you. Uh, but I just wanted to to say if this does turn into a basketball match, that's advantage PSG. We do have the Jordan logo. Right, we've got the basketball shorts, so we are ready for a basketball match if one breaks out. Yeah, you'll certainly win that. Awesome. Okay, uh, moving on. So, um, and I, I guess I also just wanted to say, I think, and this leads into my question, I think this is a really big game for Vinicius because he's not really not talked me. about on that level that Mbappe is. Um, and I think if he comes out and outperforms Mbappe, then... Question. I mean, I think Real Madrid is still going to go after Mbappe, but questions start to be asked, like, do we even need Mbappe? We've got, you know, just as good a version right here. I think this is a really big stage for that player in particular. Can Mbappe be the star, or is Vinicius going to say, hey, here I am, I've arrived, and I'm better than Mbappe? You know what I mean? I know what you mean, kind of. Um, uh, I don't agree with you, bro. Um, Fair enough. Why not? I, I love Vinicius. And and I love that he's exploded this season because the explosion was coming, right? Like since he's first signed, um, he came in when Cristiano Ronaldo left and, and to fill to fill those boots of, of the club's greatest ever player and to you know, the club was sulking. Like if if I was to personify the club and the Bernabeo, it was sulking and and there was there was massive boots to fill there. Um, on the same wing that Cristiano used to play. And Vinicius was that one thing that Real Madrid fans looked forward to. Certainly me, like every week I tune in just just to watch him make me smile and, you know, like give us something. Um, And he was just so electric and he would take on players fearlessly. And, you know, it was, he was a breath of fresh air and a bit of excitement. And so... I love him. I love him. And I knew that this was coming. All he needed to do was learn how to finish almost a bit like Raheem Sterling in his early days at Liverpool slash City. And now look at him. Um, Vinicius is going to, Vinicius is going to keep on achieving things, man. He's, 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 he's absolutely phenomenal, but he's, he's phenomenal. He's not Mbappe and, and no one is Mbappe. Um, the, what what Mbappe's achieved already um, for club and country for for forget PSG like what he did at Monaco let alone it's 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 just ridiculous. Won the league semifinals of the Champions League at Monaco. People forget that. I mean that that's that, a that, huge that, accomplishment. Arguably better than his PSG's PSG achievements, and so and he's continued goal contributions. He's fine tuned his game. He's playing in arguably a position where. Well, not even arguably. He's actually, he's actually voiced his his disapproval at playing in that position, but he still is shoehorned there. Um, so, if a player can do that, 
in a position where he's not that comfortable in with those numbers, with those contributions, with that aura. You know, like I keep I, I keep tweeting it. I keep telling Real Madrid fans to not be silly and comparing Vinicius or anyone to Mbappe. He's he's not comparable, man. He's 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 on a he's on a platform of his own. Um and I and I and I say this with the greatest respect to Vinicius, to Haaland, to 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 Joao, to Joao Felix, to any to any to any young baller, Jaden Sancho, all of these guys. They they're amazing in their own right. They're just not Mbappe. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Let's stick on Mbappe. Um couple of questions here. And then we can wrap up. But how much weight do you think Mbappe is putting into this tie in particular when it comes to making that decision? Let's just assume he hasn't made up his mind 100% yet. So the result of this tie, how much do you think that will affect on what he wants to do this summer? The Mbappe derby, eh? Um, no, look, I think I think his mind's made up. Um, and, I, and I don't really think... Um, if if Real Madrid are beaten by PSG, that he he'll 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 say you know what, I'll, I'll stay. I think he I think he knows his next challenge is Real Madrid. Let's not forget, um, he's ultimately a Cristiano Ronaldo fanboy, right? And and although he's obviously developed into into a player of his own, into and he's already creating his own legacy now, he would want to repeat a similar path to. To the player that he grew up idolizing, uh, grew up idolizing, and so Real Madrid are in a similar position where not as bad as Cristiano Ronaldo inherited Real Madrid, where we just couldn't get past the round of sixteen. Uh, we were we were getting eliminated by teams like Leon, and you know it was embarrassing. Um, and he took us into this superpower status, and and he left, and he left as a complete. Uh, he left as as a player who is on the Mount Rushmore of Real Madrid players, and so Mbappe knows that this is the summer. Um, and you know, like I find it very difficult to believe Kylian uh, Florentino Perez hasn't got some sort of pre-agreement with him. Uh, yes, nothing's official. Yes, nothing it has been disclosed. But honestly. There's no way Florentino Perez does not bring him in this summer. <laughs> as much as much power and money that Perez has, the Qataris. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's not power. It's not power. It's, right. it's, it's just know-how, and it's just simple. Like he, he just knows how to get things done. You know, like these kind of things, he just knows how to get them done. And to be honest with you, I think, I think he. It might be a bit of a theory of mine, but I think he knew that that 200 million bid was going to get rejected. I think and you're he, right. I he think just he put it just, just for the sake of it, you know, and like he's getting him for free, man, and he's going to get him. Like, I, I don't think it'll change. All right, maybe if maybe if PSG like smash us like 8-2 or something over the two legs, maybe. And maybe, maybe. if you get the Dan, maybe. Maybe if you win the Champions League, there's a lot of maybes there, you know. And so, right now, as of today, I think it's it's probably as close to a done deal as you're gonna get, man. Without it officially being a done deal. 
And that's fair enough. And, and as good as this game is going to be on the pitch, I would just love to see the inner workings behind the scenes with Perez making calls to Mbappe's family and, and Leonardo and Nasser working. Like behind the scenes between these two clubs has been, I'm sure, just absolute madness as they're battling over Mbappe. And what does it say that we we kind of know, but no one knows for sure in this world where everyone knows everything and um, transfer rumors and all that? No one really knows what Mbappe's going to do right now. It's just crazy to think about. Yeah, they've kept it really quiet, haven't they? Really well. Yeah, no no leaks. All right, we're going to get you out on this one. Uh, give me your final prediction just for Tuesday's game. And uh, if, if you have any goal scorers, who do you think is going to be the, the goal scorers? I'm going to go 1-1. I'm going to go um, Mbappe. And I'm going to go Asensio. I like that. I think you can go ahead and pencil in a goal for Mbappe. So I think that's one for PSG. If Benzema plays, I think you could probably put one in for him. But because he's injured, I don't know. He's not fully fit. What the hell? I mean, I was surprised against Manchester City. I'm going to go 2-0 to PSG just because that's what they beat City at, at at the park. And I never thought that they would do that, just how, how good they are. And so I don't know. I, I've got a good feeling. Of course, it'll probably be 2-0 to Madrid, but this is why we play these games. So I'm going to be optimistic. I'll take 1-1 too and then leave it off for the return leg at the Bernabeu. That'll be exciting. Mbappe going in there. That's going to be a crazy scene. So we're going to have to have you back on for that one for sure. Oh, I'd love to be back. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Mudasa. Again, you're from the Real Talk podcast. Go check that out, and we'll talk soon for the return leg. Thanks so much. Thank you.